In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's the playbook episode to distance learning. Virtual school. Sucks. Come and get you some. We don't know if it sucks yet. We haven't done it. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Is Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to this episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the Q Dog, in the Moran family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Say, what's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. See, she's got it going on. Um, okay, let's jump straight into this. So, the last episode, we uh, were giving you, we didn't intend on doing this, but we gave you uh, a journey episode about what has gone on with this distance learning thing. And guys, my, the reason behind this is A, to give Jeannie an opportunity to say truly for you what this has put her through because it's there's a good chance that if your wife is staying home with the kids and she's never done it before or she has done it before and things changed, that she might be feeling overwhelmed right now. So I hope, I hope, I expect... You, as a part of the man versus marriage nation, um, have the tools to handle this properly. And if you haven't, we are giving you a playbook episode right now on how to do that. And crap, if I forgot to write down the start time, but I'm going to write down a kind of a start time. Okay, so um, what we got to do is we got to make this a flashbang. Because normally we'll give them a game plan episode, but we're skipping that crap and we're going straight to a playbook. So, yeah, I got you. I know what we're doing. Um, what I ended the uh, last episode with is, are you asking the right questions? Why do I say that? Because the last time, I didn't do that. I thought about it on the way home, and I said, you know what? I think this will help Jeannie if I put my expectations out there and just put it out there with what the kids should expect so that she can bring her plan in. But I didn't discuss with her before that. I just sat at dinner and we had a family conversation and I just brought it out. You made a decision. Well, we all make decisions. Uh, timing, um, over the course of years, I've gotten a lot better at it, but sometimes I still screw it up. And I did. And I, I should have communicated it more clearly so that it would be heard. And uh, it just didn't work that way because I think you got caught somewhere the fire turned on. The flame. I was, was already overwhelmed. So true, and I, I, I should have recognized that. Here, here's what happens for me. I, I've got all these people outside of our house telling us these are the requirements. These are the things that you have to do. These are the things that are going to happen. And I, as a parent, am supposed to just sign this little paper that says, "Yeah, okay, I agree," and all these things are going to get done. Times eight. And then in the middle of all of that, I have the kids who don't understand what's going on, don't understand why we're doing these things, don't understand what the school is saying by this, this, or that. I don't understand what they're saying because it's all new to me. So I'm already overwhelmed. I'm kind of already looking at, crap, if they fail this, it's going to be on me because I just signed a paper that says, I agree to do this your way. So it was a lot. And then... Bless his heart, he came in to try to fix it. Bless his heart. Nicely done. Yeah, <laughs> he comes in to try and fix it because that's what he does. If I'm upset or I'm hurt, it's I need to fix it. I need to make it better. I need to make her smile again. This is not okay. But the way it 
hit was kind of like a lead balloon. It just kind of came in and blew up in our faces. And it was, it wasn't necessarily that he was doing the wrong thing. It was the approach that was wrong because I was already overwhelmed. It so was any more approach. information was just any more expectations that felt like I couldn't meet them at that moment. Just tipped the scale. It was the wrong time because it was all new and you were overwhelmed. And what I should have done was made some time to talk. And this is where we can share a little bit about how a coffee talk can be beneficial. I don't have the coffee talk in front of us. I like the game plan better. It kind of fits us better. And <laughs> yeah, we I got had, a lot of audibles um, in our life. <laughs> I That's right. And I had, um, I had sketched out something that our game plan would be home, H-O-M-E, and we would have something for each one of those because we always want to bring this back home. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it. We'll put it out there when it's perfected. But here's the deal, okay? The first time, I had the right intentions, but I had the wrong execution. I was different this time. Would you agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. You handled this way differently, and I was able to actually calm down and kind of think. By the end of the night, I wasn't destroying things. The room hadn't been moved. The house wasn't, like, sparkling clean from a toothbrush scrubbing the stuff off of things. I I was actually... Because that's my shutdown mode. It's probably Quincy's favorite when the house gets clean like that, but I was... I can shut down very fast. We did have that happen yesterday for a minute um, just because we were kind of recapping everything with the family mm-hmm. and it became way too much too fast. But you recognized at that time and instead of trying to talk through it, you just turned around and that, that was probably the biggest aha for me yesterday was you turned around and went, no, you know what? Forget the list. Forget what needs to get done. Let's. You need this. Let's just do this. And we attacked cleaning instead of all the other crap we had to do. And it just kind of gave me an escape to focus on something that didn't require a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. And um, that's huge because I think that's one of the steps that you learned from the last time was, okay, wait, this is shutdown mode. Let's just go with it so we don't completely shut down. And then we were able to talk about it later. Well, it <clears throat> when you go into shutdown mode, what I've identified as an option for you is this, is to say, let's take that energy, let me take that energy and help you channel it somewhere that will help you kind of get it out mm-hmm. and then also help you feel accomplished when you're done. Because I still had the list. I just had the list in my back pocket. I, I rearranged things. You came up here while we were doing something. It's like, okay, you want to clean? We'll move that to the top of the list. I'm going to throw a timer on so that you know we've got this much time to do it. But you can, it's it's that thing of like letting all the air out of the balloon. So it's like, okay, she needs this right now. She doesn't need to think about anything. That's why I came in here, it was quiet. It's like, you want to put your music on and we'll do this together. And I'll stay out of your way and you can get it all worked there, out. Yeah, there was no, no talking. There was no kids. I mean, he kept everything away from me while I worked through it. The, the difference this time, and, and this is kind of where your, your game plan comes from, guys, is... The first thing he did was I vented to him and told him via text, there's so much going on right now, I can't handle this. My anxiety's through the roof, okay? That's huge for me because I don't usually tell him until I'm so far into it that I can't breathe. But I was already on that path and I knew it. 
he immediately got a hold of me and says, instead of telling me what I needed to do, his first question was, do you need my help? Do you want my help? So it kind of put it in my court to say yes or no, because he didn't go straight into, let me fix it for you. You didn't go straight into, um, you know, let me call these people and chew them out. Cause we have had those moments mm-hmm. where it's been too much for me. And Quincy just takes over and says, okay, you're off this plan. Now it's my turn. <clears throat> and there are those moments. I'm not going to lie. We do have those IEPs are wonderful for those. But anyway, I finally said, yeah, let me talk to this person. Can I call you? He stopped what he was doing. He made a few minutes at work so that he could talk to me and put me priority. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked for a few minutes. I vented to him, told him what was going on. He didn't talk. You just listened and let me air everything out. And when we got to the end of it, you asked me, do you want me to suggest something to you or do you just need me to listen? That's a huge factor. Yeah. Because sometimes... I want you to jump in and save me. And sometimes, no, I just think I needed somebody to listen to me. And I told him, honestly, you're the only person I can talk to about how I feel when it comes to Hunter and Kirsten and what's going on, because no one else lives this, but you and me. Mm -hmm. So no one else sees the lack of sleep. No one else sees the chaos, the, the, um, sometimes aggression and violence that happens with the kids. You guys don't see that. The people who work with them don't see it because, again, there's aides, there's teachers, there's multiple bodies involved. There's not at home. We keep the other kids away from them when these things escalate as a safety precaution. Yeah. So there's a lot of factors that other people don't know, but if anybody knows the core of my heart and where I'm at with these kids, it's you. So being able to vent all of that and not feeling like a total douche because I'm saying these kids have a future and these kids don't, you understand what I mean when I say that. And it's not like I'm putting this child's better than this one because this one has a, that's not it at all. Yeah. But it gave me that safety net. I, I had a soft place and I knew I was safe with whatever came out of my mouth. Yeah, of course. What is up, man versus marriage nation? Real quick, don't fast forward. September the 6th, 2020, will be the unveiling of our 100th episode. You heard me right. 100 episodes strong. Get some of that, baby. So we are going to do a Facebook Live extravaganza. So go to the Man vs. Marriage Facebook page at MBSM Podcast. Sign up to attend the event and then send us a question because it's going to be all interactive all the time. We're also going to make a a podcast out of the audio. So you will get to hear your question and the answer. Boom. Right there on the podcast. September the 6th, a Sunday. That's right. 5 p.m. Pacific time. Man versus marriage live. 100 episode event. And so this time I revised my communication style and I knew going into it that I couldn't flood you with information, especially when it's all fresh, because I did not want to overwhelm you with what I thought needed to happen. I wanted to allow you to try to process things on your own. You brought everything to me in questions this time. If there's one thing we've learned with me and thank God Quincy learned this because I don't remember it until after the fact 
I work better with questions because I have to think through the solution myself. Even if it's your idea, yeah, I still have to process through it. Like, it, it, will this work for me? Is this something that I think is a good idea? Rather than, this is what I think we're going to do. This is what we need to do. But for whatever reason, that flips a switch in me of you're telling me what I have to do. No, no. <laughs> well, this time I, I intentionally took a support role as opposed, you know, to trying to do just that. Because I think sometimes, like I've had a boss where you're going through hell and they just like drop down. Well, just do this, this, and this. And it, it, it feels like they're they're minimizing all like the Like you're heat. an idiot. It, it, it can feel <laughs> that way. And it can also feel like they're minimizing the moment you're in when it is actually a big moment. Now, you can you can be coached through that. I like hard coaching. I dig it. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, you know, strap your boots up and, and get to it. But that... This wasn't one of those moments. We're not boss and employee. We're married. And so we're a team. We're in this together. We want to share a bed at the end of the day. <laughs> That's right. So I played a supporting role and I listened for clues to, to, to kind of hear or in text read what you were doing. And then I'm asking, how can I help you? That has been one of the bigger changes this time as opposed to the last time. I think it helped you. Now, you still got overwhelmed. You still got sick. But the good thing is part of that was not, I was not part of that. I was a part of the solution this yeah. time instead of, you know, driving you There was over no the anger edge. between the two of us. There was no frustration between the two of us. It was just right. me having to work through the anxiety and the crap that goes with it. Which you, you have to do that. That's, yeah. that's your part. You've got to do that for you. I can't do that for you. But what I can do is support you through it. So you have something that's stable to look at, uh, to know when the storm's going on, you kind of got a lighthouse to look at to say, okay, if I need the lighthouse, I'll go talk to him and, and I can help you how you need. Um, and then I was just kind of on the backside, silently sorting through these emails once a week to see if there was anything important. Um, and the things that were important, I kind of brought them up to you you know, randomly when, when emotions weren't super high. So I, I've, I felt like that was important. And this time you said this without, I mean, you didn't, I don't, I printed these notes out. I didn't share them with you, but this time I allowed you to, the, the freedom to ask me for help instead of forcing my help on you. Because last time it was just a mistake. I had the best intentions. Well, you came to me this time and asked me where, you know, did I want your help? Yes, of course. But then it was, okay, where do you want my help? Do you need me to help with the schoolwork? Do you need me to help with making a schedule? Do you need me to help with, you know, dealing with the people that were sending me all this stuff? You kind of let me choose what I can handle and where I need you to be either supportive or the backbone, depending on what the situation was. But we also came to, to an agreement of, this is not just a you and me conversation. This is a family discussion. Yep. The kids need to understand what's happening so that they know what's going on with me because watching mom go into shutdown mode always panics everybody because we don't know who's in trouble. We don't know why they're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't like seeing me get sick. I've got a couple that are, are worry warts when it comes to mom. So um, we took a different approach this time and said instead of going down and telling the kids, this is the way it's going to be, we actually made it a point, 
to kind of put our coffee talk together with the kids too. Where are you guys in all this? Mm -hmm. How are you guys feeling about starting school? How do you feel about doing stuff online? You know, what are you worried about? What are the areas you think you might struggle with that maybe dad and I need to take an extra approach to? A lot of them, it was math because it's not hands-on. It's going to be a video. Uh, is it going to have a YouTube video where I can go back and rewatch it? Or am I just going to get taught once and then left to my own? You know, and they're all, they're all kid questions. I mean, I would have the same ones if it was me. But if you don't take the minute to say, I need to check in with you where you at. Yeah. then you're taking the risk of them just getting on a computer. And when you're not paying attention, those grades are going to start coming into your email going, yo, so-and-so is not doing their work or this came in and they're failing all their tests, but they're getting their work done. What's happening. And I don't want to be that parent. I don't want to be the one that just lets their kid kind of do their own thing and disappear in their own world and then forget about school because they're not going to graduate. You know, yeah, we're too involved for that. And then, <clears throat> you know, I thought it was important to support you to make the kids accountable to both of us. Um, and what that they helps doing. me. Oh, that helps me so much because now they have to check in with you when they're done with their work. And then they have to tell me that they told you. So when they come back and say, well, I told mom mm -hmm. and mom said she told you. There, there is none of that this is an email paper trail buddy so if you told dad where's the email and there is no oh well it must have got lost in your spam right so <laughs> what i decided to do and I, I think we'll we'll probably post this on it's this on is, my facebook right now this is version one but what what i decided to do is you're you're virtual anyway you're on your computer when the virtual side is over and you know what your homework is and you're done with your virtual day and you're going to email me to my personal email and you're going to let me know that you're done and what homework requirements there are that that does a lot that does a lot that's unspoken but tells me what do they know so there's no excuses mm -hmm. and then they're going to tell mom email to mom done and then she can text me and say if she wants i got all the emails and i'll say well i got emails from this one and this one and this one but I didn't get one from this person. So please pat the booty and get them in gear. Just that's a, another layer of support that I can give you. Well, and it lets the kids know that you are paying attention. You're not leaving this all to me. So there is no skirting past. And, you know, they're really good at, at uh, taking advantage when I'm overwhelmed or there's a lot of conversation going on and going, well, you said yes to this. Yeah. I asked you this and you said, and by, when they describe when we discussed it, it's like, seriously, we were like in a full on conversation with somebody else about something completely different. And you took that one word and was like, and ran. Yeah. Great tactic, so, kid. Yeah. Well, hey, I can't blame them. That's pretty, I know where you got that smart, from. But, <laughs> I know you got it from. But we, we did this time. I think the best part was we had a conversation between the two of us. You asked me where you could help. You gave me the choice to decide where I needed your strengths and where I wanted to try and work on something by my own. Because there are a couple of things that I want to try and work through this. I got to get past this anxiety thing. Right. But I have you as a backup plan to say, okay, if you see me doing this or you see this getting off to the side, you have my permission. Call me on it. I, I want to fix this. We went through what do we want the house rules to be? Mm -hmm. Because there's house rules and now there's school rules. Mm-hmm. And we lined them out together. We took time away. We wrote them down on a big sticky notepad and we showed them to the kids and we posted them. I have photos of them. Dad has photos of them. They're on Facebook. So no one can say, well, so-and-so tore it down. So we didn't know these were the rules. Right. Ha! Photo. Busted. But 
we took the time to determine what our rules are. Wi-Fi is earned. You get Wi-Fi for school. You don't get Wi-Fi for personal. You know what I'm saying? We went yeah. through chores are still existent. Just because you're doing homework doesn't mean you don't have chores anymore. You're still part of the family. You still got to do your part. We walked through what your responsibilities were and we explained them to the kids. This is where dad's going to take accountability. This is where mom's going to take accountability. So they have support on both sides and they know you're not going to get away with anything. And if they need help, they know where to go. But we just took the coffee talk example turned it into our game plan and said, okay, how do we attack this? And then we left an open space to say, because everything keeps changing, we reserve the right to come back and change this, adapt it and let the kids know this may change. Right. We don't know what's coming. Everybody's making decisions for us that we don't have a say in, but we will let them know as it comes. And that I think eliminated a lot of the anxiety for the kids too of course and i'm going to do a very quick recap and i'm going to challenge you guys and if if you're a gal listening to this and maybe your husband's staying home i'm challenging you too lady anyway here we go so find out what does she need what do the kids need number one on the list is just listen just shut up and listen okay that's harsh but i don't give a rip shut up and listen be a great listener soak it all in Listen for clues. Number two, the best question you can ask, how can I help? Don't get right into Mr. Fix-It. I still have issues when I jump right in to try to fix things because I just want, like in episodes prior, I just want to take all your complaints away. I want to take your pain away. But you know what? Life is messy. They need pain to get better. You need pain to grow. That's the way it goes. So ask how can I help? Do you want help? Or would you like me to simply listen? That's always a great thing. You can't say it in such a way where it's like dismissive, but you got to say it in such a way where you listen, conversation's out, air's out of the balloon, and then say, okay, how can I help you? And do you want some suggestions or did you just need me to listen? What do you need from me? What do you need from me? And then three, work through things together. Pencil it out. Take the time to work through it. Now, have you sat down to talk with your wife and your kids about this situation? Have you asked your kids, how can I help you? And this is not for you to be a pushover. This is for your kids to, to get the time to tell you what they need from you. Because they're learning for their future on to, to talk about what they need. You're also setting their expectation because if, for us, I do the schoolwork during the day, but there are areas that I'm not as strong as Quincy is. So when he comes home, if there's an area that they've struggled with, um, okay, dad's going to help you with your homework. We've discussed it during the day. There's been a text or an exchange of some sort to say, hey, I can't help with this or this is too overwhelming because of these other things. And he'll step in when he gets home and put time aside to say, okay, this needs my attention that eliminates a stress for me because I don't feel like I'm failing and it helps the kid to know that they don't just have to come to me. They can go to you too. Right. And then finally, <laughs> it's very, 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 very important um, that you set time aside to check in. You and your wife need to come up with an idea of how often are we going to check in with her and with the kids to see how this is going. Nobody has a game plan that's been proven for any amount of time on this pandemic. 
It's been going on since March, February, March of this year. Six months. So it's a short, very, very short amount of time. So do all you can to play that supportive and lead where necessary role so that your family is set up for success. So you are set up for success. I'm going to, I think what we're going to do is we'll put some of this in the show notes, but we need to kick out a blog post for this so the guys have it out where they can read it if they desire. Cool? Cool. All right. That's your playbook episode on distance learning and the virtual school experience. I hope you found this helpful. It's definitely been helpful for Jeannie and I, so much so that she's dancing. I got the Tigger song stuck in my head. Kiki and I watched Winnie the Pooh this morning. Sorry. Oh, good. Enjoy that. <coughs> Still, what you need a cough button. You're always gay. <coughs> Cut that crap out. Anyway, there it is, your episode. We love you. Thanks for listening. Now, it's been two dang episodes, and I have not talked about the Facebook Live for the 100th episode anniversary. What a freaking douchebag. I'm going to do a commercial to throw it in the middle. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Great idea, Q-Dog. All right, Quincy, the Q-Dog. Jeannie Moran, that's it. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.